Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Ah, boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Ah, 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 boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Ah, boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. What's the ah, boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy? Boy, you know what I mean? Oh, stop with the boy, boy. Okay, you know. Okay, welcome to another edition of Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs and his sidekick, me, Yaffe! Take it easy. Why are you so excited? I'm excited to be back because I believe that the camp season is over. So that means... <laughs> that means... <coughs> No, that means we'll be able to have even more listeners because they're all back and they don't just have to listen to us on archives. Oh, now I get it. So we're going to have much more listeners. Does that make you nervous? Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. I never thought of it that way. Do you know that when I've been going around the countryside, uh, you know, in the mountains and doing uh, either storytelling or my Kayak from the Mayak or my uh, extreme martial arts demonstrations, do you know that everybody was asking, where is Yossi? And why did you tell them? Well, I told them that Yossi is right outside. I was, wasn't I? Uh, yes, you were. But I didn't come in. No, you didn't. That's because I'm very shy. I know that. And you didn't come in because, uh, but I don't understand. You're not shy on the radio. But nobody sees me on the radio. But sometimes they're streamed on the website, you know what I mean? Nobody told me that either. Well, don't worry. I'm sure you'll get over it. I'll get over it. How high is it? Can I climb over it? Just never mind. Okay. Anyways, uh, I'd like to welcome everybody who oh, came back from camps. Uh, wonderful. It's great to see you in here. I'd like to give a wonderful shout-out to uh, Ari from Sensible Car Rental. Thanks for all your wonderful service that you gave to my wife and myself. Uh, we appreciate that. It sure was very helpful when I did my performances out there along the mountainsides. Okay. And now I would like to also uh, point out that uh, you're listening to... Uh, radio. Uh, no, I, I, no, no, not radio. You left out a word. Oh, sorry. You know, I, I just feel like uh, you're out of it. You got heat stroke or something? No, I don't have heat stroke. Baruch Hashem. You have dehydration stroke? No, 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 no. Do you have the, the pickling stroke? What's the pickling stroke? I don't know. When you feel like you pickle juice or something. Oh, you stop that. Anyways, um, I would like to just point out that you're listening to jaredradio.com. And if you want to listen to us live on the telephone, you can listen to us live by dialing 712-432-4217. If you'd like to listen to us live, plus you'd like to listen to us in archives, some old shows or whatever, uh, and uh, you can just dial 718-506-9099. If you would like to listen to us on a kosher internet, uh, something of that nature, so then you can listen to us at jradio.com. If you'd like to text in uh, some ideas, or story ideas, or comments, or whatever, you can text in to 347-927-8398. And, and of course, the number we never have to tell anybody is 718-683-5858. That's the number that everybody calls when they want to tell us uh, what lesson they learned at the end of the show. They want to tell us what lesson they learned from the story, so they always call 718-683-5858. But we never have to tell that, that, that number because everybody knows that number of 718-683-5858. I hope so. Okay. And now... Uh, and now uh, you'd like to tell about... 
Well, if anybody wants to hire... Yes, that's correct. If anybody's interested in hiring myself, that's... Uh, that's Rabbi Yerbs, the one that's standing next to me. You know what I mean? That's Rabbi Yitzhi Yerbs. You know, he's the storyteller. He, he's the martial artist, the one who does uh, uh, lots of things. He, do, he does, um, you know, uh, 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 extreme martial arts demonstration. And he does the special show, the Hamish show, called uh, Koyach for the Boyach. And he gives them martial art lessons, and he teaches uh, energy exercise lessons, and he also um, 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 teaches art lessons, and, uh, and he does a whole bunch of other things. He does artwork also, and if you're interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for any of these things, then the number to call is... 718-375-1294. You thought you would sneak that one away from me. <laughs> but I got it in, 718-375-1294. Uh, Oh, no, you got that one in on me now. <laughs> That's correct. Okay, so uh, we got that out of the way. And if anybody... Uh, if anybody's interested in, 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 in purchasing or buying, that's another word for purchasing. Uh, anyways, if anybody's interested in buying any one of our Rabbi Yitzhak's story CDs, then the number to call is 718-375-1294. And he will be more than happy to email you or fax you the current list of CDs. And then everything will be fine. And a shout-out to Masha. So if you listen on archives, you'll be able to hear it. Or anybody else who knows Masha could tell that we gave a shout-out. Especially I, Yossi, gave out a shout-out. Uh, is it I or me? Well, well just just go on. Uh-oh, oh I should go on or me should go on? Just go on. Uh-oh. Uh, so everybody could tell that we did give a shout-out, and I hope she's enjoying herself in the camp that she went to for a week or two, whatever it was. Okay, uh, now back to Rabbi Yitzhak. Oh, uh, thank you, Yossi. I'm glad you gave me back the microphone. Okay, now, um, Baruch Hashem, when I did my tour around the mountains and telling stories and doing all my uh, martial arts demonstrations and Koyach and the Moyach demonstrations, I met a lot, a lot of children of all kinds. And some of them asked me uh, if I could tell, instead of telling a story that happened in the days of old, if I could tell a contemporary story, meaning a story that happened in nowadays times or not too long ago. So I thought about it, and I said, okay, I'll look it up, and I'll see, and maybe I can find something. And I saw something that I didn't tell in quite a while, and it is a contemporary story, and I thought it's great. Why is it great? Because you're telling it? No, because it's the month of Elo. Chodesh Elo is a time for waking up and doing tshuva. Oh, I'm happy I wake up to go to shul in the morning. That's also, but in your case, that's probably doing tshuva for you. But anyways, it's a time for waking up. And sometimes people do things to others that they don't think about how much it really hurts them. And sometimes they do it because they justify whatever it is. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, like, uh, let's say you want a lollipop, right? And you see it's sticking out of your friend's pocket. So you see that your friend has four lollipops there, and you figure if you take one, it's not so bad. He won't mind because he has three other lollipops. But you don't know if he has it for his brother, his sister, and Alta Babasura. His Alta Babasura eats lollipops? No, she sucks on the lollipops like everybody else does. You bite with lollipops, you're going to see a dentist more often. Ow! But if you suck on the lollipop, you can see a dentist more often, too. Well, if you'd like to visit him, then go right ahead. I won't stop you. But anyways, you got the point. Uh, no, then the lollipops are usually round. You only get the point after you suck off the lolly. Then you have the stick, and that cut could have a point. Oh, would you stop that? Now, just listen carefully. Sometimes people justify things that they do wrong, and they give all kinds of excuses that it's okay. And they stop, and they block out how they're hurting or harming other people. This is such a story. And even though it may be on a larger scale, but it could range from any little thing. Any little thing. Even a little guy like me? Yes, yes, even you. 
Okay, so uh, tonight's story is called What's Right is Right. Okay, so let me repeat that, sto- uh, that name again for nothing over here. Okay, what's right is right. Okay, so we got that right? Uh, uh, I got that right. I mean, if you told me that, what, that was the right name of the story. Yes, what's right is right. Okay, now, I'm a story goes back, but before I... Uh, uh, no, no, I thought you said it's a contemporary story. It doesn't go back like a hundred years. No, 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 no. It just goes back a few years. Oh, a few years. Was it before I was born or after I was born or in between? No, no, no. It's just a few years ago. You must have been a little kid. I am a little kid now. Uh, a little, little, little kid. Oh, okay, like a real little kid. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, anyways... So I'm going to change names, and any name that I say, and if it sounds familiar to somebody else, that means it's just coincidence because I'm just uh, making up names. I'm just pulling names out of the hat. Wow, you got a lot of names in that hat. <laughs> How do you wear your hat? With great difficulty. All right, you should stop that already. Okay, anyways, so um, here I go. We're going to go and follow a person named Leibisch Goldenberg. Leibisch Goldenberg. What did he do that you're following him? No, no, no. He's the character in the story. Oh, oh, oh. I see. I see. So what did Leibisch Goldenberg do? Well, he was an owner of Goldenberg's clothing factory. Goldenberg's clothing factory. Where was that? On the east side? On the west side? On the, on the, uh, on the e- e- let's see, the east or west or the western east or the southern side of the uh, southern tier parkway, the Route 17? Under 5544. What's the difference? We'll just say that it was located on Wilson Street. Oh, Wilson Street, like in Williamsburg, maybe? Okay, let's say it's in Williamsburg. Just remember, I'm not going to be in the real locations. Whatever I say is, you know, I'm changing everything. But the actual story actually kind of happened. And this particular story, though, Baruch Hashem, there is a happy ending. But not all the time stories like this have happy endings. But hopefully if people hear such stories and if there's anything similar, maybe people will wake up and do a little chew around here and start treating people like they should. And maybe we can have Ahava Sisrael the right way. Wow, that was so great, Rabbi Arabs. Are you telling a story or giving a speech? Would you stop that? Okay, let me get on with the story. Okay, so Leibniz Goldenberg had a... Clothing factory. Yeah, okay. Uh, Anyway, so go ahead. So Leibniz Goldenberg, who had the clothing factory, was getting uh, younger as he got older. No, no, no. He was getting older as he got younger. Would you stop that? Okay, so he was getting a little bit older, and he had a son who was married. His name was Herschel. His real name was really Tzvi Hersh, but... I, I thought you said you're not saying the real names. No, I'm not saying the real names. So why'd you say his real name is Tzvi Hersh? <coughs> no, I mean, in the story, his name is Tzvi Hersh, but many people with the name Tzvi Hersh, they call Herschel. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay. Anyways, so Herschel Goldenberg, his older son, was married and learning in a kailel. And he was very happy to support him because Baruch Hashem, Leibish Goldenberg's factory was doing very, very well. Now, he had other children, too, but after they got married... They moved to out of town. Some lived in Chicago, and one or two lived in Eretz Israel as well. So the only one that was close by to Leibish himself was Herschel, who lived in New York. 
Wow! So there's one boy doing Kibbut Avayim. No, no, no. They all did Kibbut Avayim because they did speak to him on the telephone. They did come in for occasional visits and things like that. And they did write. And then, you know, whatever. They did, they, they, they were okay. But, you know, Leibish was very proud of his children because one of his children that was in Chicago uh, was a Rosh Hashiva, particular Shiva. And uh, some of them were Obeyim and some of them had businesses. But, you know, kosher businesses and things like that. Are they in a food business? I mean, when I say kosher, I mean it was a, it was a good business and they were doing it early. You know what I mean? They were doing an honest business. Oh, now I get it. Okay, okay. I got it. Okay, so now what happened? Well, <clears throat> let me continue. Okay, so anyways, Leibish Goldenberg, as you can see, all his children were married, and or I should say are married, and therefore, uh, it's pretty obvious when I said he was getting older, I really meant he was getting older. So one day, when Herschel was visiting his father, Leibish mentioned something. Oh, what was the something? Shh, quiet, and I'll say what it was. Or actually, <laughs> Leibish will say. Leibish, are you ready? Huh? Oh, yeah, sure, 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 I'm ready. Uh, hey, it's Uh, Tati, why don't you call me uh, Herschel like everybody else does? Uh, yes, you're always my Tzvi I like calling you Tzvi Anyways, so listen here. Tzvi I want you to know that uh, I was doing a lot of thinking lately. Ah, Baruch Hashem, that's a good simon. That even though, Baruch Hashem, you're getting on in your ears, Tati, uh, even though you're getting on in your ears, but you're not losing it. <laughs> Baruch Hashem, that's, that's a lot to be thankful to HaKadosh Baruch So, uh, uh, what is it that you want to tell me? Well, I wanted to tell you like this. Being that I'm getting older, there are things that are happening that I notice. Uh, <laughs> like uh, starting to get gray. I was gray for a long time. Starting to get white. Uh, I, I noticed that also. Uh, oh, wait, I see on the top you're starting to get bald. No, 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 that doesn't bother me either. So then what bothers you? Ah, what bothers me is I'm not seeing the way I used to. You know, I'm wearing glasses, but you know, still very small words. It's very, very, very difficult for me to see, even my glasses. And I feel funny, you know, to go to work uh, carrying a big magnifying glass. You understand? So um, I, I, I was just thinking, you know, and then I'm not moving as fast as I used to. Uh, what are you talking about? You don't have to move. You're satisfied in the house that you have. It's a beautiful home. It brings back a lot of memories when we were growing up. Hey, that's not what I mean. What I mean is that... Um, I can't w- move around as quickly as I, as, I, as I used to, you know. And the business, Baruch Hashem, is very big, doing very, very well. So I have a small, small problem. A small, small problem? What is the problem? Um, I'm finding it difficult to run the whole business by myself. Ah, so I understand. So what you need is you want to bring somebody in to help in the business. So what you're trying to do is tell me in the nicest, nicest way that Baruch Hashem, you supported me for so many years to be able to learn in the Kailal. And now that you're getting on your years, you need help in the business, and you would like that maybe uh, I, I should give up part of the time learning in the Kailal and help you out in the business, right? Oh, chas v'sholem, chas v'sholem. I wouldn't want to do that. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Uh, no, 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 no. Absolutely not. What do you mean? Hey, chas v'sholem, chas v'sholem. I would never, ever think of taking out of the coil. As long as the business is doing well, 
and then I'm not going to take you out of the koilel. I want you to continue learning. Who knows? Maybe it's because of the schus that you're learning so much and so well and so sincerely when you learn in the koilel. That's why Hashem is letting my business go so well. But then on the other hand, on the other hand, but let's think about something else. Uh, Tati, let's think about the fact that it seems to me that um, you're getting on in your years and you can't run the business, so maybe it's a simon that I should come into the business and help out. Oh, no, 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 no. Maybe I'm looking at it a different way. I wanted to, I wanted to mention to you that perhaps instead of, of, of that, um, instead of doing that, I have another idea. Instead of doing what? You mean like taking me into the business? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of taking you into business, I have another idea. I was thinking of hiring like a, a, an assistant manager. Somebody will help me in the business. Oh, I see. So you want to hire somebody so I can still learn the kailal. But you know, that's not going to be easy. It's very hard to find a, a decent, honest, uh, working person. Yeah, 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 but I have a lot of honest workers by me, Baruch Hashem. But uh, I know uh, assistant managers are very high position. I'll interview, you know, and I'll, I'll make sure I'll check him out. Everything fine and dandy. Don't worry. I'm, I'm not in this business for a long time for nothing, you know. Obviously, I know what I'm doing. I have a little bit of brains, no? Yeah, uh, yeah, I hope Tati didn't think that I, I meant that you can't think for yourself. No, 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 I didn't think that you thought that I couldn't think anymore. Yeah, right. Okay, so uh, you want to put in an ad about this? Yeah, yeah. I want to put in an ad about this. Hmm. All right. Okay. So, Hasalacha Rabbah, you sure you don't mean I, I can come in part time to help out? No, 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 no. I'm fine with this. Uh, and to me, my greatest dream, when I escaped in World War II, when I escaped the Nazis in Machshimum, and I managed to survive the war, I had a dream that I would bring up children to live a life of terror. And better than what I was able to during the voyages. You understand? So therefore, I want you to learn in Kailil. I want you to continue as long as Hashem gives me the strength and courage to do so, then you will do so. Okay? So, sei gesund. And give a knip in the back, you know, give a little pinch on the cheek over there and a little kissy receive for, for the kinderleg, for the einekleg, and uh, send regards to your wife. And okay, as I guess. Yeah, okay, as I guess. I hope you find some honest, nice guy. Yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. And so what happened was is that Leibish Goldenberg put in some ads. For an assistant manager, and of course, he wanted to try to hire from person, so therefore he put his ads into Jewish newspapers. And eventually, there was a person, and again, I'm changing names and everything like this, and we're going to call him Shmuel or Sam Schwindler. So this person, Sam Schwindler, picked up the newspaper. Wow, wow, well, wow, well, what do we have over here? <laughs> now, let me see now, uh, uh, let's see now, what do I got here? Uh, oh, 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 here's a nice uh, Jewish paper over here. Let me see if there's any kosher jobs, you know, I can, uh, can uh, cut a take, you know what I mean? Um, uh, let's see now. Um, um, oh, uh, Goldenberg's Clothing Factory seeks assistant manager. Call for appointment for interview. Wow. What does it take to be an assistant? Hmm. Let me think about this. 
I mean, assistant manager. What could it be? He does all the managing. Oh, I get it. This guy must be getting on in his years and he can't walk around. So he wants to give somebody orders and somebody to make sure all his orders are carried out. Oh, I get it. Yeah, that's a very interesting job. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I like a job like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, being a worker uh, in a factory, you don't make that much. But an assistant manager, I can make more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're my dreams of being a very rich and important man and an honored person in society could actually happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-oh, Rabbi Herbs, I smell trouble. Uh, why do you smell trouble? Because in the Gitshimei of Atshimei, it looks like he's trying to become uh, wealthy so he can have honor. He's seeking to make his name great. Uh-oh, I smell trouble. Uh, yeah, yeah. So just uh, you sit back, relax, enjoy the story, and let me continue. Okay, go ahead. Boy, this is getting exciting. I sure hope so. Okay, so um, continue. Uh, Sam? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Ah, all right, let me go and call up. Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 we don't have the old phones. Uh, Robert Herbs, this is a uh, uh, contemporary story. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, so press those touch tones. All right, here we go. Hello? Goldenberg Clothing Factory? Uh, yes, yes, yes. And my name is Sam Schwindler. And, uh, you know, but uh, if, 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 are you a Seamus Shabbos here? Yes, if I do. Why? Oh, then you can call me Shmuel, okay? Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, my name is Shmuel uh, Schwindler, uh, and, and I saw your ad uh, in the Jewish uh, paper over there, and, and I was just uh, <laughs> I was just going to go over and, and, um, and, and you know, um, call up. Actually, I am calling up. <laughs> I'm not just going over. I'm calling up because I saw you looking for an assistant manager, and it just so happens that I happen to need a job now. Um, um, so um, uh, uh, what, what will it be? Uh, well, uh, can you come down tomorrow, 11 o'clock, for an appointment for an interview? I'll be there. Just give me the address. Mm-hmm, uh-huh, mm-hmm, Wilson Street. Okay, got, got it, got it, very good. Okay, I wrote it down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll see you then. I'll be very punctual. You'll see. Of course I'll be punctual. In the beginning, I have to be punctual. He has to think I'm a very, a very, uh, uh, what's the Yiddish word? Geschickt the guy. Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 I'm geschickt. You know, he has to think I'm, I'm really for this job. <laughs> All right. <laughs> then when I get into the job, I'll be lazy like everything else. Okay. Now maybe this guy's old, so he won't catch on to me. All right. What can I tell you? <laughs> I'm from the best mansion. I don't like to work so hard. All right. Here we go. I'm going to go to sleep tonight. And sure enough, he went to sleep, and the next morning came, and his alarm rang. <laughs> or unless he had the other kind. Whatever it is, his alarm rang. And nonetheless, he got up, he went to shul, he ate his breakfast, and he traveled out to Wilson Street, and he came to the factory. And the secretary buzzed him in. Yes, can I help you? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm here for the interview. One moment. Uh, okay, you're in? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where do I see this uh, Mr. Goldenberg? Uh, he's on the third floor. All right, thank you, thank you, madam. Okay, let me just go into this elevator. Oh, wow, an old-fashioned elevator. 
Oh, it's an old building anyways. Okay. Oh, wow. I think I almost lost my stomach down there. Wow. It's not one of those modern elevators. All right. Lock the door open up. All right. Ah, there's the door. Mr. Goldenberg. Libus Goldenberg. Okay. Let me knock on this door. Who is there? Uh, me. Me? Me who? Uh, me who, uh, oh, sorry, I mean, uh, me, uh, Sam, 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 I mean, a uh, small swindler. Ah, the one who calls for the interview. Uh, come in, the door is open. Uh, uh, all right, sir. <coughs> all right, uh, please have a seat. Oh, no, no, I have a seat in my house. No, 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 sit down on the chair. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sir. Okay. <coughs> A little dusty in here. Eh, eh, oh, excuse me, pardon me. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, okay, um, uh, okay. Uh, I blow my nose, I think. All right. Now, um, uh, sorry, Stacy. Well, it's an old building, uh, but we have it clean, don't worry. Anyways, uh, so, tell me, uh, your name, I see, uh, your said is, uh, Shmuel, also known as Sam, I guess, in the English world. A schwindler, yes? Uh, yeah, that's me, that's me. Uh, 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 I'm a schwindler for a long time. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see. Okay. Now, let me ask you something. You have any experience being an assistant manager? <laughs> assistant manager. Sure, sure. My earliest experience was I was the assistant manager of my household. You see, since I'm the oldest one in my family, <laughs> so I assisted my mother in taking care of the children. Well, my father went to work, of course. <laughs> Didn't you go to school? Of course. I'm, I'm talking about when, when I came home, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, my mother took care of the baby. I helped the other brothers and sisters with their homework. So I'm, I'm a very good assistant manager. I see. And what about in the business world? How are you with that? Oh, sure, sure. I mean, I mean, I mean I've had the experience to be a manager, even. Really? Like, what did you do? Uh, well, um, 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 it seems to be what I did was, um, um, I, I, um, I, you know, like, for example, I managed a business in Yeshiva. You managed a business in Yeshiva? What kind of business you had in Yeshiva? Uh, well, I, I sold candy and nosh, you know. <laughs> I did pretty good, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then later on, when I was in high school, I, I, I expanded my business. I, I sold donuts and bagels and pretzels and things, you know, hot pretzels and things like that. And the Yeshiva let you do this? Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you, they really didn't know I was doing it. I was doing it privately on the side, you know. <laughs> when I was in a dormitory, you know, I had this little toaster oven, so I was able to do this thing, you know. And then when they came in to check, I, I hid the toaster oven. But don't worry, that was my younger years. I'm such an honest guy now, I'm telling you. And where did you work recently? <laughs> well, um, um, um... Uh, uh, oh, I can't tell him that I never had any job that I held on to. <laughs> what should I tell him? Um, uh, 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 you know what? Uh, uh, I know how to lie very well, so I'll, I'll, I'll lie again. Oh, I, I work for ICC uh, Corporation. ICC? And what does ICC stand for? Oh, it's, it's, it's the initials of the owners, you know. Isidore, uh, Chaim, uh, 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 and, and Haskell. And what kind of business was it? It was a business, you know what I mean? Um, they, they, they was like uh, uh, entrepreneurs, you know what I mean? They, they, they did a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I see. So you have a little experience, eh? You know what? Um, since I put in the ad, it's almost two weeks already, and you're one of the first people that actually called up in the ad. 
You mean nobody else called? Well, there were people that called up, but they came down sometimes for interviews, but they saw the place like this. It was like an old building. They didn't want to work in such things like this, and they thought they're going to work with fancy computers. But you know, I'm an old-fashioned man, and I run my business the old-fashioned way. You, you don't use computers? Nope. I sit here with a pen and paper, and I write, and I keep a cheshman of everything. How do you keep inventory? I write it down. Oh, I see. May I ask you a question? If I join your business and, and, and I become your assistant, uh, uh, would it be all right if I did uh, get a computer here? Well, you know how to use one. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I was not born in the days when they had computers, so I don't know how to use it. All right, I'm asking if it's going to help. Now, I'm going to try you out. I'm not promising you that you're going to keep the job. I'm going to try you out. Oh, sure, I understand that fully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's just great. So he's hiring me <laughs> temporarily. So that means uh, for the next few weeks, i got to come on time. That's number one. And the next few weeks, i got to talk like a mensch. That's number two. And, and i got to make believe I'm, I'm really working. <laughs> you know, I remember. <laughs> Actually, I can't tell him this, but the last job I had, I did it better than the foreman that was watching over me. And you know why? Because, you know, he saw me and all the other workers were working and I wasn't working. But instead, I was standing there looking at him and he was looking at me and he asked me what I'm doing. And I said, I'm doing your job. And he says, but I already have the job. And I said, I do it better. And then I got fired because I'm not supposed to be the foreman doing nothing. He was. <laughs> but I got experience now. I know what to do. <laughs> Don't you worry about a thing. And sure enough, what ended up happening was for the next few weeks, this person, Shmuel Schwindler, was on time to his job. He did everything that Leibisch Goldenberg asked. And then Leibisch Goldenberg said, You know, you've been here, um, excuse me, Mr. Leibisch, you home, your turn, wake up over there. Leibisch, Roberts, I think Leibisch fell asleep on the table. One second. Leibisch? <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Did you say the part already that uh, um, uh, Shmuel was here for a while? Uh, yes, I did. Oh, oh. He said that already? Yeah, yeah, and I was about to do your part, but then uh, I, I realized I'm not supposed to do two people's parts. Oh, 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 I see. Okay. Anyways, um, oh, where, where, where am I supposed to be up to? You're up to the part saying that you're ready to give him the job permanently. Oh, yes. Okay, um, Mr. Schwindler... In lieu of the fact that I see that you're very dedicated and you're doing a wonderful job in being an assistant manager for me, I decided that the job now will be permanent. Okay? Oh, thank you so much. I don't know how to thank you, thank you, thank you. And so, for the next few weeks, he worked some more. But then, suddenly, this person, Shmuel, Sam Schwindler, began to notice things. Hey. You know, today when I was at work, I noticed that um, when new inventories came in and the words were pretty small and Libus was trying to look at it, what happened was is he couldn't read them. He asked me to read them for him. And me, I read it for him. But you know what? I was just thinking, hmm... Just thinking. Wow. <laughs> you know something? This Leibish guy is too nice of a guy. 
too nice of a guy. And he's getting on in his years, you know. But it's a nice business. This clothing factory is doing very well. And I learned all the ropes the last past few months of what I'm here. I noticed everything. I know every detail about how this business works now. And I have experience. But I also noticed that this guy is very gullible. He's so believable. He would believe anything I tell him because he trusts me. Hmm. I gotta find out something from my shyster lawyer. I have a friend of mine who's not on the up and up, but <laughs> he knows all the legal things, okay? Uh, let me check this out. Um, let me dial him. What a funny number. All right. Let me, let me, let me, let me see if he's there. What a crazy ringer he has. Um, um, uh, hello, Tony, how are you? Hey, it's my good friend. Uh, hey, Sam, what's uh, going on here? Hey, can you tell me I haven't seen you in a long time? Hey, Tony, I want to ask you a couple of questions. Can I come down to your place and then you can tell me all my legal rights about this? Yeah, sure, sure. Are you going to pay for it this time? Uh, well, you know, if you help me out, yeah, I could pay. Yeah, right. Okay, come on, come on down to Okay. And sure enough, he went down to the lawyer, and he found out some legal stuff that he could do. And then suddenly he came up with this plan. <laughs> now, all I have to do is gradually take all these papers that my lawyer friend, Tony, made up. They're all legal documents. And every time he signs an inventory, and I read it off of him, and I just slip him another paper. And gradually, each time, each week, he'll be signing over another piece of the business to me. <laughs> I'm going to swindle his whole business. It's going to be mine. And then he can live off of his retirement funds or whatever he has. You know, I'm not too worried about it. He's an old man. He's not going to work too much longer anyways. You know, I mean, you know, so I mean, you know, I'm going to take away the business. <laughs> Stealing? I'm not going to think about that. You know, things like this go on every day. You know, it's the way of the world. I got to go with the flow. You know what I mean? What, Rabbi M? She's going with the flow, the wrong flow. I know that. But let's see what happens. Okay. I'm sitting on the edge of my chair. I think so are other people out there. Okay, so let's continue. I mean, let's continue. All right. Uh, you guys want to continue? Oh, yeah. It's my turn, right? Yes, yes, yes. It's your turn. Uh-huh. Okay. Here we go. Dum -dum -dum -dum. Hello there, Leibish. How are you this morning? I'm fine, Baruch Hashem. So what's the good word? Oh, well, you know, we just got some inventory stuff uh, delivered over here. Now, if you don't mind, um, um, could you sign these papers that they arrived? You know what I mean? Uh, uh, what do you mean? Uh, sign the papers? I have to read it. Oh, <laughs> sure. You want me to read it? Okay. There are 16 uh, bulk rolls of, of the uh, bluish uh, checkerboard uh, material. Uh, 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 should I go on? Oh, oh, it's just the material stuff. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, and the thread, the sewing thread. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, we also got the soap material. It's all here, sir. Oh, 
So I just have to sign the Vegadot. You checked it out? Oh, yes, sir. I checked out everything. I'm so lucky, Bor Hashem. I could keep my son learning in Koilo because I have such an honest person like you. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You have no idea how lucky you are and how lucky I am that I work for someone like you. <laughs> I'm going to be laughing more than you will soon. What did you say? Oh, nothing. <laughs> Okay, sign over here. Mm-hmm. Okay, now sign this paper, too. Uh, all right, very good. All right. Uh, it's very good, very good. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And over the next couple of weeks, it was a sad thing that happened. This person, this shyster, this here person, Shmuel Schwindler, every week... He stole another part of the business by having him sign over more documents, more parts of the business. And he made it sound like it was a partnership. And each time he bought another part of the partnership until he eventually bought the whole business. But the strangest thing is, he never used one penny to buy the business. But according to legal documents that were signed, it sure showed that money was transferred from one hand to the other. But of course, because Leibisch could not see very well, it ended up that he didn't realize what he was signing. He kept thinking he was signing documents, but he didn't realize he was signing receipts that he received an X amount of money for the business and so on and so forth. And he didn't realize he was selling away every part of the business, in reality, for nothing. And so one day it happened that Shmuel, uh, you know, said, <laughs> The day has come, the day has come. I have every part of this business. Now I gotta stop this guy, uh, Shmuel. And uh, oh, that's me. <laughs> I can't stop myself. I gotta stop this guy, Libus. <laughs> Who would like to stop me, Shmuel, but he's not gonna be able to. So I am going to stop him from coming to work. I'm gonna hire a bodyguard. Hey, hey Luigi, come here. Oh uh, yeah, you want something for me? Uh, yeah, and uh, now listen, this is a picture of Libus Goldenberg. You got it? Look at him and remember it. Yeah, why do I got to look at the picture, huh? Why don't I just take the picture and I'll keep it in my pocket, all right? Oh, that's great, great. Now, this is a picture of his family members, see? Now, if any one of these guys come, you don't let them in either. You got that? Yeah, yeah, sure, no problem. You pay me? <laughs> I stop anybody. You want, I'll stop the president of the United States from coming into the building. You just give the word. Well, <laughs> you're big enough to stop him, yeah. Okay, very good. Okay, uh, you do a good job, you, you get your pay. Okay, and uh, it starts today. <laughs> That's why I came in extra early. Hey, no problem, no problem. And sure enough, Leibish came to work. And Leibish didn't realize that lately, when he was coming later to work, and he thought it was because he could trust Shmuel to run the business. So now... A Leibish could stay in the base of Medrash after davening and learn a little bit before it comes to work. Well, here it comes. The big surprise. A big surprise? What kind of surprise? Yossi. Oh, oh, sorry. In the story, I mean. Okay. What you doing standing at my doorway? Excuse me, sir. Can you please move to the side? I'd like to go into my building. Just a minute now. Who do you think you are? I'm the owner of the building. That's who I am. You want I should call the police? Hello? Please stand away from my door. I'm not afraid of you. I lived to World War II. I saw the Nazis, so a big bovan like you don't scare me. Now out of the way and let me into the building or I will call the police. 
Hey, buddy boy, you listen to me. I'm in charge of this doorway. I'm a bodyguard, you understand? I'm the, uh, the, the doorman, whatever you want to call it, the bodyguard, the doorman, the, the security. Yeah, that's the word. I'm the security, you understand? I don't remember hiring security. Well, uh, I was hired by Sam Schwindler. Oh, my sister manager thought I need a bodyguard, a security man. That's nice. Okay, so Mr. Security Man, please stand aside and let me in. Hey, one second. You look familiar. Of course I'm familiar. I'm Leibisch. I'm the owner of the building. I'm his boss. Now let me in. <laughs> one second. I gotta look at a picture. <laughs> let me see this picture again. <laughs> this picture, it looks like... Hey, this picture looks like... Is this you? Of course that's me. Uh, is this your family? Of course that's my family. That came from my desk. What are you doing with it? <laughs> I was told that I'm not supposed to let any of you guys in. Excuse me? What are you talking about? I am the boss here. I am the owner of this building. What is the matter with you? Now you listen to me. I am here. I'm just doing my job. And I got hired to make sure people like you don't come into this building. So you want to be nice and I don't have to pick you up and throw you across the street. Pick me up. What's the matter with you? You know what? I'm going to call the police. One second. Police department. Where's Cal? Can I help? What? Well, okay, we'll send somebody down here right away. Right away, sir. No, just, just stop screaming, sir. Yeah, don't be so excited, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Or uh, what seems to be the trouble over here, sir? What's the trouble? I am Leibis uh, Goldenberg. I own this clothing factory. Look, my name is... My name... What happened to my name and the building? One second. Who changed this? I don't understand what you're talking about, sir. This is my clothing factory. Now it says Schwindler Clothing Factory. What? How, who changed the name? What's, what's going on here? Listen here. This is my building. I don't know what's going on. Somebody is trying to play a joke on me or something. I don't know. It's not the month of other. Now I want to go into my building and this guy is not letting me. All right, sir. Now, can you please tell us why you're not letting this gentleman into his building? It's because it's not his building anymore. Uh, it belongs to um, 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 uh, uh, Sam Schwindler. Sam Schwindler? He's my assistant manager. What's going on here? Um, 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 officer, I would like to go in. Oh, just a minute. It doesn't say Goldenberg on top of the building anymore. And you're saying it's your building, and uh, you said it has your name, but it's not. Uh, you know me a favor, sir. Let's try to make this peaceful. Can you please call your boss down here? Yeah, sure. Uh, let me buzz upstairs. Yeah, what is it? Oh, the police? Sure, I'll be more than happy. I'll come right down. And, of course, he came right down. And the police officer said, uh, This guy claims to be the owner of this building. Oh, yeah, 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 he once owned this building, once, once, yeah, but he doesn't own it anymore. You see, um, he sold it to me. What? I never sold it to you. What are you talking about? Oh, 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 oh sir, sir, one second. Let me get out my documents over here. Sir, officer, uh, uh, these are the legal documents, and this is his signature. I paid him a lot of money for this building. Paid me money? He gave me nothing. What are you talking about? Sir. I brought your paper and I brought your money every other week and you sold me another part of the business. And now I own the business entirely. What are you talking about? You never gave me a penny. I never signed any papers to sell over the building. What's Mr. Meshiga? Why would I sell the building? Are you out of your mind? What's the matter with you? Sir, 
Calm down, sir. I appreciate the fact that you hired me, gave me an opportunity, and you told me you were getting old, and you're ready to retire, and you want to sell the building. So you sold it to me part by part, the business, and as I had more money, I bought more parts. That's all. Well, what's so hard to believe? I got the legal documents here. You signed it. When did I sign it? Wait a second. Those papers that I couldn't read. That was supposed to be inventory. What are you talking about? I read you the papers. I know you can't see so well. I read it to you and you signed it anyways. I, I, I... I'm sorry, sir. He's got legal documents over here. You'll have to take this to court and just uh, fight it out there. Yeah, take it to court. I advise me. I, I advise me. I can't take this. I have to go home. I have to lie down and rest. It's too much for me. And so Leibish went home. And he lied down to rest. But he was so aggravated by this. His blood pressure skyrocketed. And he wasn't feeling well. And he called Hatsala. And Hatsala came quickly to his house. And unfortunately, it seemed to be that all that aggravation and worry and all this thing that this guy Schwindler did by swindling all of his possessions, his entire business took it away from him without really paying a penny, tricked him completely. And he thought he was honest. It caused him to have a heart attack, unfortunately. And Hatzalah rushed him to the hospital, and they got him there. And Baruch Hashem, they were able to save his life. And as he was lying there recuperating in his hospital bed, his son was crying. Oh, Tati, this is terrible. I should have come into the business. No, 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 no. Everything is gone to the table. Don't, don't cry like that. Hashem is just testing us, that's all. But now, look what's happening. You don't have the building, and you won't be able to support me in Kailal anymore. So I should have come into the building. I should have come into your business. I, I should have done it part-time. Now look. No, no. Whatever it is. And just then, there was a rabbi passing by who used to come to do Bikachailam, a rabbi called Rabbi Yenison Goodhart. Shalom Aleichem, Shalom Aleichem, how are you, how are you, good to see you, hope everybody is well, hey, smile a little bit, I know it's hard to smile when you're sitting in the hospital bed or lying in the hospital bed, you know what I gotta do, but you know, we have to realize that everything is Minash Mayim and you're gonna get better, Baruch Hashem, I looked at your chart on the outside, hey, Baruch Hashem, you look okay, don't worry, it's gonna be alright, you'll be out of the hospital before you know it, uh, why you look so sad, what? And he told over the whole story to Rabbi Golden, uh, to Rabbi Goodhart. Le- Leibish Goldenberg told over his whole story, and Rabbi Yanis and Goodhart said, oh, Don't you worry about a thing. I am going to help you. I am not afraid of anybody. The only one I fear is a Kodesh Borchu. There are boynish lives, the only one I fear. I'm going to take care of this. And suddenly, there was a ringing of the bell. Who is over there? Uh, the name is Rabbi Yenison Goodhart. You want to do me a favor and tell uh, that uh, Shmuel or Sam, whatever he wants to call himself, that a rabbi is here to see him, okay? Uh, wait one second. Uh, um, 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 Mr. Swindler, there's a rabbi here to see you. 
<laughs> Probably here to get some seduction. Uh, tell him I uh, leave an envelope and I'll send it in the mail. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. That's uh, not the way to get him. I'll get him in another way. Hmm. And sure enough, this Rabbi Goodhart was trying different ways how to reach him. And he waited for him to come out of the business one day. And he met him as he was coming out of the business. Excuse me, excuse me, uh, Shmuel, uh, Schwindler, Sam Schwindler, whatever you want to call yourself. Schwindler, yes, uh, Yiddish word is wonderful for your name. Uh, listen here, Mr. Schwindler, I mean Schwindler, whatever. Listen here, I just need to talk to you for a moment. All right, all right, you got my attention. What is it? Now, why did you steal this entire business from Libus Goldenberg? I didn't steal it. I, 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 he sold it to me. Oh, yeah, really? Really? And uh, do you have any checks to prove this? Uh, he paid me in cash. Oh, really? Really? But everything that uh, Mr. Uh, Leibish Goldenberg did up until now, everything was clearly documented, and he had accounting, and he did everything. Uh, well, don't ask me. I don't know where he got the cash from him, but he did it. I have receipts and everything. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. And you took advantage of the fact that he couldn't see, didn't you? I don't know what you're talking about, sir. Do me a favor. Don't bother me, or I'll have my security guy chase you away from here. Hey, is there a problem here? Uh, not yet. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I don't give up so easily. You're going to return everything back to Leibish Goldenberg. And you're going to do tshuva. Or if not, you'll end up in jail. Oh, one thing for sure. You won't be able to live in New York. <laughs> don't be ridiculous. And so Mr. Goodhart, I mean Rabbi Goodhart, did not wait too much longer. He started to do some research. And he found out now that Shmuel Schwindler became a very wealthy person, he is going to be honored by a certain dinner in a couple of months. And so he bided his time very carefully. And then he went to the rabbi that was supposed to speak in honor of Shmuel Schwindler. And so, Rabbi Sternfeld, let me tell you, this is who your person that Dobbins in your shoe really is. This is who he is. So if you're going to go to that yeshiva dinner and you're going to go over and speak something, then I don't know how you're going to do it with such a dishonest person. I see. So what should I do? You have an answer? Yes, I do. Um, you'll say that you're coming to the dinner and you're going to speak. And let them think that way. And what's going to happen is, by the dinner itself, whoa, ho, 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 by the actual dinner itself, guess what's going to happen? You won't be there. I'll be there instead. But when they announce you, um, you're going to step out to the side, and I'm going to step in, and I'm going to speak instead of you. What do you say to that? Uh, I, I'm not sure if I want to be there for this. I'm, uh, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't show up altogether. Or, uh... um, no, I have a better idea. You'll pretend that you have a phone call and you have to leave. And then you called me to substitute. He doesn't know my name. So um, don't worry, it'll work out. You'll see. Everything's minishmayim. Hey, all right, fine. And so sure enough, as the months were going by, Leibish was recuperating. And his son was back to learning. And he convinced his father not to worry about him. And he'll manage to be all right on his own. Don't worry. And uh, what ended up happening was it was getting closer to the dinner. And finally, the day of the dinner came, and it was a big dinner for a big yeshiva. And, of course, the guest of honor was there, 
<laughs> None other than Shmuel Schwindler sitting on the head table. And here was uh, the Rebbe, the Rav of his shul, Rabbi Sternfeld. And as it was getting closer to the speeches, Rabbi Sternfeld took out his cell phone. Uh, oh, and he's holding me a Zarn just need. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Okay, fine, no problem. Uh, listen, uh, uh, Shmuel, uh, I just got an emergency phone call. I really have to leave from here. How about what's going on? Uh, you're supposed to speak on my behalf. You're supposed to, you know, give me honor. You're supposed to speak. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I called somebody else, and and, and, and he's going to speak instead of me. Uh, but he knows what to say for you. Don't worry, don't worry. I filled him in. I filled him in. Don't worry. Uh, okay, okay, fine. And sure enough, what ended up happening was the MC got up there. Moirera boysai, herzegzi, listen carefully. We are now up to honoring our guest of honor, uh, Reb Shmuel Shvindler. And uh, to present his plaque, to speak on his behalf, we were supposed to have uh, Rabbi Sternfeld speak for him. However, Rabbi Sternfeld had a little emergency and he had to leave, but he has a substitute rabbi coming here to speak on his behalf. He filled him in what to say, and we'd like to introduce to speak on behalf of uh, Shmuel Schwindler, we have Rabbi Yenison Goodhart. And of course, everybody applauded. Yeah! They have no idea who they're applauding for. But anyways, what ended up happening was Rabbi Yenison Goodhart walked down the aisle, coming to the head table where the podium was. He wore his hat downwards, and Shmuel Schwindler was starting to think, Who's this Rabbi Yenison Goodhart? Now, do I know that name from somewhere else? And suddenly Rabbi Yenison got up to the podium and he pushed back his hat. And as he pushed back his hat, he suddenly realized, Oh, no! This is the rabbi that... Oh, 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 oh. Sir, sir, you don't, you don't have to speak. You're really dumb. Oh, but I do. My rabbi side, do you know who's sitting over here? This person, Rabbi Shmuel Schwindler. Uh, let me tell you something. I want to tell you what really Rabbi Shmuel Schwindler is about. You know, sometimes you say... Uh, just like his name, that's the way he is. Well, his name in Yiddish means Schwindler, which is a swindler. And that's exactly what his grandpa please stop. Don't do this, you're embarrassing me. And you cared about the fact that Leibisch had a heart attack? Well, let me tell you something. He worked as an assistant manager, and he took advantage of Leibisch Goldenberg, the owner of Goldenberg's uh, clothing factory. And what he ended up doing was he tricked him and he swindled him, and instead of showing him papers that had inventory, he made him sign fake documents, even though it's uh, lawyers and everything and legal documents and so on and so forth. But there was never any transaction, and since he cannot prove it that he received his cash except for the receipt that is signed, and the fact is, it's very clear that everybody who knows Leibish, Goldenberg, always did things like he's supposed to, Kalocha, and he always wrote checks, and he always kept a, a clean record of everything. And there's absolutely no records under the books that um, Leibish, Goldenberg has anywhere else that can be documented that he sold the business. It's all hearsay, and the witnesses, uh, if they were here, to be able to say that they saw and saw the signature was authentic, if they will be here, 
uh, they would never be able to identify the uh, Leibish uh, Goldenberg properly. And so therefore, I just want you to know that this man is heartless. And this is the person you're honoring? He is heartless. Do you understand that? He couldn't care less that this hurt Leibish Goldenberg to the extent that it caused him to have a heart attack. And he's still at home months later recuperating from this terrible, terrible thing. And of course, he went on and on. And he was so embarrassed, and people started talking, and a murmur got louder and louder, and his face, that is, <laughs> Shmuel Schwindler's face got so red. And then moments later, from the hallway came in Rabbi Sternfeld, and he was so furious. And Rabbi Sternfeld said, you know, that while I was outside, I made a few phone calls, and I found out that everything that Rabbi Yunus and Goodhart has said is true. You, governed by me? I can't believe such a thing like this. Now you listen to me. I'm going to put you in harem unless you return everything back and sign over everything back to Abnavish Goldenberg. And sure enough, because he was so embarrassed, and all his glory and honor just faded away, this person, Shmuel Schwindler, had no choice because of the beautiful tactics that this Rabbi Innocent Goodhart used, it was able to force him to return everything back to Leibish Goldenberg. But this person, have no idea where he is now, but this guy, Shmuel Schwindler, was so embarrassed, so ashamed at what happened, what he did, and how his whole quote, quote, world that he built came tumbling down. He left the city, and no one till this day knows where he is. Hopefully, he changed his way. Hopefully, he didn't try to swindle somebody else in another country or another state. Hopefully, he changed and became a better person. Wow, Ramirez, so what happened to the business? Well, um, Leibish Goldenberg's family uh, helped take care of the business. Uh, some of his children came in temporarily. They took shifts and everything. And uh, Tzvi Hirsch started to take a hand in the building, uh, you know, into the business. And he also was able to, uh, to um, you know, uh, learn. He, he did, par, you know, he did part-time. And, and Leibish, as long as he was able to, he came into the business and he continued to work. And that's the way it was. Wow. Wow, it's a very powerful story. Great lesson. I hope people learn it. Okay, uh, do we have time for some phone calls? Yes, we do, apparently. Okay, I'm nothing. Okay, let's have them. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Sarah Bonner. Oh, okay. A new caller. Okay, what lesson you learned from this story? You should always say God's will Tova and you should never steal. Excellent. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Okay, okay. next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Okay, Eliako, what lesson you learned tonight's story? Um, that now you should never steal someone's property. You should never steal someone's property. Excellent. Steal someone's property. Can I speak to Yossi? Sure, Yossi. Okay, as long as he doesn't have to see me. Hi, how are you? Why aren't you in Israel? Camp Harvest Israel? What? Why aren't you in Camp Harvest Israel? Oh, oh, because I came back. The camp ended. This week, Tuesday. Yeah, but, but, I, but I heard you on Wonderwares um, a few weeks ago. I know, like, but that, that, um, sto that story no, from a few weeks ago. Right, that story from a few weeks ago on Wonderwares had me when I was still in Camp Harvest Israel. But now, this past Tuesday, which was yesterday, I came home. Yeah, but, but, I'm, but I'm in Camp Harvest. 
Oh, that, but that doesn't mean anything. Some camp's ending. Oh, because I'm, I'm saying that some camps end earlier and some camps end later. So how come I heard you last week? Ah, well, that's a good question. Maybe I came in for a minute. Anyways, I got a bunch of other calls over here for our babes. I'll see you. Bye. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Hello, hello. Oh, we lost the connection. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, oh, Okay. Not there. Okay, anyways, uh, so I think, uh, do we have any more time? No, that's about it. Okay, so until next week, everybody have a wonderful Shabbos, and we'll see you all next week. Goodbye!